Hey everybody, Nolan and Jason here with Roofing Webmasters. Howdy. Today is marketing for roofers during a recession. So, gonna gonna go over a couple things. I, I mean, I think everybody's thinking about this a lot. Yeah. And as we record here in late 2022. Yeah, late 2022. I, in fact, the truth is, is that the smartest guys are calling me and getting marketing right now. Yeah. They're preparing. Yeah. So I don't, but I think that's a very small group of people. Um, most people begin to throw everything overboard. So yeah. they're, the, the, they think that. Well, how, how often have we heard um, the conversation, it's slow this year, I got to cut costs. I got to cut costs. But so if, if there's a hundred barrels on the ship, you know, they'll just start throwing, they all weigh the same amount. They'll just start throwing all the barrels over. Everything doesn't matter if one's filled with sewage and the other one's filled with gold, and they <laughs> they weigh this. They just start chunking everything, yeah. and it doesn't make any sense. You know, when somebody prepares for a storm, they don't they board up the windows and they do this if they're if they're or they'll go into the area and door knock. You know, they yeah. if they know a storm's coming for recession, why isn't there any thought process for most people put into what they're going to do for their marketing? Yeah. You know, it's like the we're we we're doing more marketing right now, preparation yeah. wise. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I mean, and, and the correct move is I got to shore up my position so that when this hits, I get a larger piece of the diminishing pie. Right. And and I I have had times in history in myself in business where I grew during these times. Yeah. In fact, I've always grown during these times. Now I don't want to get too cocky about it because. Uh, there was somebody. Uh, it was I was listening to um, an. I was I was listening to something on the radio about uh, Netanyahu running uh, for political office in his country. And or, or I'm sorry, I don't know where it was actually. But anyway, he's saying I always pretend like I'm going to lose, and that way I win. But you know, you fight harder for these things when something serious is coming. I you know me by now. I always pretend that times are bad. Yeah. So you've known me. I cannot enough. count the number of times we've had the conversation <clears throat> of what if they change this, what would we do? What would happen? We're, we're always if, looking for the yeah. worst case scenario to plan for it. It's why we're in the software business. It's why we're, you know, it's why we do all the things we do. Right. right. Most people just kind of float along and times are good. And then they have as an afterthought go, uh oh. And then chunk stuff over, but I have. Uh, we're about. I've got to, less in the bank account this month. I got to cut costs. I I, I I don't understand this one right here. Slash that marketing budget. I would have called you earlier to set up for the podcast, but a guy had called who was referred <laughs> by um, out of Minnesota. Another guy who's a very successful client, and uh, he used to work for this guy. And this guy's a home builder. This guy's uh, not necessarily. Well, he's worried about recession in 2023 but he's doing something about it so his home he knows he's not going to build as many homes in 2023 right and um so he's and he he had a chance to get involved with some roof installations for an insurance company or something anyway uh we got a good referral he's doing something leave i and, and he's like yeah i'm gonna do that but he's really doing it and i said hey if you don't mind my asking are you concerned about home building? He said, well, come on, we know not going to build as many homes. I said, so is that why you're, he said, well, yeah, part of it. Yeah. He said, an opportunity came up and I don't expect to do as many roofs. I mean, homes. as, as many yeah. homes. 
Yeah. So I'm getting a roofing business. So he's got home builder getting a roofing business, but because if less homes are being built, more people have to get their roof redone. It's a good, you know, it's a yeah. Good the storms are going to happen no matter what. Roofs are going to leak no matter what. Roofs yeah. have to be put on no matter what. Roofing's a fabulous business to be in when times are really bad. Yeah, it's a fabulous business to be in when times are really good. Problem is when times are really bad, not necessarily storm bad, but economy bad. Most of the guys that partake in, you know, when times are good and, you know, is, what, what's the phrase about the, uh, it's not sea level rise, but, uh, you know, rising tide raises all boats. Oh, yeah. Rising yeah. tide raises all, and they're just all out there benefiting. Yeah. But when things go down, they could do well, but they don't market at all. Yeah. They've barely marketed or haven't marketed. They yeah. benefited from a good economy and a bunch of storms come through pat themselves on the back for their own genius of running their business. Yeah. And then when all that goes away, they don't know they don't know where it came from in the first place because they weren't controlling where it came from. It just they, happened. They didn't have a handle it on it. It just happened. Yeah. Nolan Walker here for Data Pens. You may not know, but I own a software company and we have a proprietary software called Data Pens. D-A-T-A-P-I-N-S. You can search it at datapens.com. This is not white labeled. I actually own this piece of software and I made it for you. It was made for contractors. You can actually take pictures of jobs up to six, make a caption about the material, the, the brand, the situation, the, the repairs, and post that back to your individual pages on your website, just like that. It's super simple, anyone could use it. It also texts and emails your clients, direct links to your reviews, so it helps reputation and reviews, which helps conversion and map placement. The geo coordinate gets grabbed by data pens and Google can tell where you are. So instead of them just seeing reviews, they see all jobs or even estimates that you do. This vastly outperforms just getting reviews, helps the map show up, helps organic keywords. And remember those captions that you're putting in there help expand the keywords per page. And it's great regular content. I love it. We made it just for you. It is organic optimization on steroids for both your website, your rankings, and the map placement. Check out DataPens. I think you'll be happy you did. I had um, I had a call with somebody. Uh, I forgot who it was. You were in here, and I was so pissed at some service provider. And I said, you know, it's not always going to be like this. And they're like, what? I said, shit's going to get bad eventually. And your sorry attitude, you're going to be sorry you had, you know, they wouldn't schedule me. Couldn't You can't get a painter. You can't get a, you know, you can't yeah. get a roofer. Or oh, we're in high demand. And I'm like, you better work your ass off right now. You know, if, if, what happens when it gets busy around here? I handle it all. Oh, we yeah, do okay. it all. I was, I didn't know where you Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, we do, we don't just, we don't, do you ever see me? Beside, we, we have never had a call come in and you go, oh, we're too busy to talk to you We're right too busy to take your happened. business. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Yeah. You see me and go, oh God, I feel like, you know, meatloaf, but tenderized. Like, yeah, hey. I, I've gotten, I've, I've seen messages come through on Slack, like at seven o'clock at night, if you've had a busy day and I'm like, are you still at the office? No, like, just, yeah, a bunch of calls. But, but times happen, things change. You take advantage of the opportunity, you keep moving, you keep expenses. You can drop some expenses. It doesn't yeah. mean like you bought a lake house, go get rid of it. You got a lease on an F-250, you'd let it go. Go yeah. get the cheapest car you can. They're, they're truck's about to be cheaper, you know? Yeah. So, um, some of that stuff makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. You can't throw off all hundred barrels. Like you don't throw them all off. My marketing is you don't throw away the things which make your business run. Right. Right. 
you know, and marketing is one of those things. Right. People will keep people on staff. That one kills me. Like I, or keep, they think they're key people. You know, you don't have to have them answering the phone. You could answer the phone. You could do, there are certain things they'll keep and it raises expenses horribly. Right. And then the other things are like, well, the marketing and the marketing costs less than probably our marketing probably cost about as much as a week or so of, of a, of a full-time employee. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Roughly good employee. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a week and a half or something. That's about what our marketing costs. And people will pay for three full-time people to sit in the office with an expensive lease on all that stuff. And I'm not saying get rid of all this stuff, yeah. but don't fire everybody. They'll, they'll, they'll keep all that stuff. Yeah. But and look, I mean, you, you mentioned lease, look at your offices. Are you in a class A building? Do you need to be in a class A building to run a roofing company? Yeah, I mean they'll keep. You know? they'll we keep ain't in a class A building. Cars and leases and <laughs> things and stuff and all that. Yeah, I, I I was in a class A building one time. I never do it again. I I you know I've got a example from my own past. Worked for someone ran a marketing company, marketing design and advertising agency, small agency, and this person insisted that we had to be in a class A building. Yeah. Because they wanted to present this veneer of success. Right. And this person drove an Audi or a Mercedes. Right. And they, they their income did not support that. At one point, their mom was paying the car payments. There's a there's and a video. They ran themselves completely out of business. Oh, yeah. You'll go to business if you're not if you're not like some sort of multinational or private equity backed thing. And, and uh, there the was, rent on the office space, we, we had uh, six employees. Yeah. The rent on the office space was more than the payroll. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, and by the way, all those people probably wanted more payroll because of the fancy office they were in. Yeah. Um, there's a video, old video of Jeff Bezos sitting in a car with a reporter when he was worth like $8 billion. And, there, and he's like, so I'm gonna, I want to ask you a question. And everyone and Jeff was like, oh, okay. And he said, what's up with the Honda? And they're driving like this <laughs> 10 or 15 year old Honda Accord. Yeah. And he's like, it's a good car. You know, it's a good car. And like, <laughs> for him, it probably, in, in, on paper, he was worth money, but he probably just, you know, to him, yeah. he, to him, he just got going and he was still frugal. Yeah. All things considered, you're eventually going to get a nice car if you're Jeff Bezos, but he didn't want one right then. It wasn't time for him. Yeah. But there's, um, you know. There... Well, Warren Buffett has gone on record talking about cars and said, I don't know why anybody would take $20,000 every two years to spend on a car when they could get a 20% return on investment on it instead. And eventually and, the and, investments would grow. And Warren Buffett drives a car until the wheels fall off. Eventually the yeah. investment would grow and they would be able to buy the car. Yeah. Um, uh, Sam Walton used to drive an old pickup truck. He drove, he drove an old blue yeah. Ford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but you get like that because you're frugal and you have downtimes and uptown times. And the guys that that uh, learn this stuff watch their expenses a little bit. But none of those guys don't. They all market. Yeah, they, they never all, stop. They never stop marketing. Yeah, they market a lot. And um, so yes, they're frugal, but they market. It's one thing they do. I mean, they they marketed nonstop. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you have to. That doesn't mean you have to take out a Super Bowl ad, obviously. Yeah. But you have to spend reasonable money on reasonable marketing. I do think it's possible to grow during a down market. Yeah. I do. Now this one might be nasty, super nasty. Um, don't really know. I, yeah. I was Robert. Depends he, on who you talk to. <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, there's so much stuff out there, and it is concerning to hear it all. 
Yeah. I've turned most of it off at this point. I am thankful to be working with roofers because I feel like we'll weather the storm, you know? Yeah. Um, In some but, cases, literally. Yeah. Nolan Walker here for Roofers Paradise. Thank you for checking out our podcast here for Roofing Webmasters, where we talk about nothing but marketing. But I'd love for you to check out Roofers Paradise, where I personally interview and talk with roofers. We talk about their successes, their failures, their dreams, their goals and ambitions. It's a great podcast where we actually speak to roofers. Love to have you check out Roofers Paradise. You can find us on YouTube by searching Roofers Paradise. Any platform for podcasts, search Roofers Paradise. Be sure to subscribe, or you can actually go to roofersparadise.show. Look forward to having you over at Roofers Paradise. But um, Robert Kiyosaki was on a video recently talking about worst and best case scenarios. And I won't even mention his worst case scenario because it gets crazy and I'm not here to bring up highly charged political <laughs> stuff. But the worst, uh, the best case scenario was depression on his on his assessment Great. best case yeah so the worst case was crazy yeah so i'm not even going to go into it but um the the uh but the best case was depression but technically if we have one more down a quarter is three quarters and one after that is four and that is the technical definition yeah so that's just the second quarter of next year will qualify for the technical definition even though everyone's not wanting to use the r word right now yeah but um, but we're already again. It depends on who you talk. We're about. already two or three quarters deep in it now. Yeah, we're in the third. We're in the we're in the middle of the or the third, right? Yeah. So by the time we're well, not middle of it, but by the time this is over, we'll begin the fourth, and then by the time that's over, it will solidify definition of, yeah. which will be I guess April first, right? Roughly. Yeah. 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 Which will probably when, you know. Scott falls out and market freaks completely out at that we point in time. See. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, but anyway. roofs still have to be fixed. Roofs still have to be put on. Roofs still have to be replaced. Oh, it's fabulous. So, so a lot of, if you're a roofer, a lot of your competition is going to make the wrong move and they are going to fold. Yeah. So during, um, during, was it 2001 or so, which is when 9-11 happened, and also when the dot-com bubble burst, I think, was in the same year. Dot-com correction was actually the year before. The year before. when that started. And okay. things had started to recover, and then 9-11 happened. So we were moving day. into a new office around that time with new marketing, I might add. And I, th this is an interesting, because I'll tell these stories real quick, because I think they're fascinating. So at that time, we were moving into a new office. We were doing auto-dialing, which was legal at the time. It became uh, largely illegal. This was the home security company. Home security, yeah. largely illegal, uh, 2004. Uh, not entirely, but largely. Yeah. There, there's Public Utility Commission, uh, FCC, federal FCC, and anyway, different laws in different states and federal, um, and then some exclusions like uh, charity or political purposes and whatnot even yeah. polling and stuff. Some people tried to get around it by doing fake polls for business purposes. But yeah. we were putting in T1 lines. And right around that time frame, I was growing. Now, the dot-com bubble burst. And I remember specifically feeling that 
FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. Like we all felt like, oh, we all screwed up our chance to become billionaires. It felt like everyone was becoming billionaires. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, that sucks. I, I was an idiot. And these other guys got rich. And I still kind of feel like that a little bit. There was a story, I remember back then, there was a story about a plumbing supply company that didn't change anything about their business. They just changed digital. their name to have .com on the end. And their stock, like, went up in value like 10 times just in a because week. Of that. Wow. It, like, wow. what did you call it? Deca whatever. <laughs> it right. went up. And, like, everybody, basically the owner... Gave everybody stock, went went public, gave all the employees stock, put .com on the name, and everybody was rich. Wow. <laughs> if they sold their stock, of course, right? Before yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, before it then bottomed out. So that was happening. It bottomed out. We were moving out of my home to a new office so I could get more phone lines. So I was installing 14 phone lines for auto dialing. And, um, and then we were literally the day of the installation of the phone lines. I've told you this before. Yeah. I was... I was kind of a punk kid, and I was, but I was an aggressive entrepreneur, and I was up late because I'd had a, a late night, and I was a little droggy, and um, I was driving down from Fort Worth to Arlington down I thirty or I twenty, probably I twenty, doesn't matter. The streets were kind of bare, and it felt a little weird. Then we was I, back then that was I twenty because I thirty. It still. was. Busy. No, no, no. People weren't out. Because, oh, okay. I thought so. You this like was it wasn't this was nine twelve. Gotcha. So, or uh, uh, yeah, this was nine twelve or nine eleven. I don't remember, but I was out for a while. Yeah. Um, and I woke up and I turned on the radio and realized that nine eleven had happened. I was going the next morning to meet the installer for the phone lines. Um, Everything got kind of surreal and, you know, time slowed down and everything looked weird. And yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then I got to Arlington and the AT&T or whoever tech met me out here. And he's like, uh, and I'm like, uh, he's like, well, you, you heard of what happened. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you still want me to put in these phone lines? And I'm like, um, I don't know, man. Give me like five minutes. And I'm like, I sit there and I thought about it. I'm like, oh, screw it, just put them in. Yeah. And I had like eight phone lines put in. It was a lot of lines. And I'm like, yeah, that's a lot of lines. And, that, and it was whatever. And it was such a small commitment looking back. Yeah. But I went ahead and got these lines put in. And then we fired up those machines. And business went nuts yeah. because of 9-11. Yeah, because of but my brain, home security. But my brain never told me that it was going to go crazy. So we boomed through that for like three or four years, insanely busy. And then it went down and 2008 happened. Right. And I was on a down before that happened. And then I went in and did a new business in about 2011, which by the way, was still very flat on the market, extremely flat was the year that this business was started. Yeah, And it bumped along for several years and began to raise. It but had started to really go up about the same time I joined the company. Yeah, so that was the 08, and I can't say I was booming at 08, but we went up during these times. We built businesses during these times. Like I, my home security business did extremely well during 9-11-01 uh, and, and for five, six years after. And then 08-11, then, which was a really squishy, soft economy, really yeah. felt horrible, frankly. Um, this business was built and started to go. Right. And so I, I really truly believe that somebody can take 
a business with proper marketing and grow during a downtime instead of shrink. And then if a roofer hits a storm during a recessionary period or depression or whatever, then it's probably a party overall. Yeah. Now, when this stuff goes on, I don't know if they're going to be more, I don't know if people are going to be more into door knocking or all over them, or if some of these people will just disappear, you know, some of these roofers disappear. Yeah. But I will tell you that the ones that don't market, they will disappear. <laughs> they, there's a large percentage that are going to disappear. Nolan Walker here for Roofing Webmasters. I want you to consider becoming one of our clients. We've done this for 12 years, have hundreds of clients. We help everybody with their design, their code, their content, showing up on Google as high as possible. Clients get regular call volume. If you've never experienced what I call the big show, showing up on Google organically, which is where the vast majority of the clicks occur on your map, your reputation, your reviews, your organic keyword ranking, you owe it to yourself to try us. We even have proprietary software that we own called Data Pens that lets you post pictures of jobs, unique captions that increase keywords and long tail keywords, uh, your rankings on Google, text and emailing clients about reviews, even posting pins and photos and captions back to Google. All this helps your organic rankings. Datapens is fantastic and the work we do here at Roofing Webmasters is fantastic. Please give us a call, we'd love to hear from you. All these people cocky and not doing jobs, well, not calling people back, not good on service, saying they can't come see them for a while and buying shit all over the place that doesn't have anything to do with investment of money or preservation of the business or marketing, buying dumb shit. A lot of those Buying guys, a boat. Yeah, a lot of those guys are going to go to business. Yeah. Nothing wrong with enjoying yourself a little bit. Jason. No. You got you got you got to enjoy yourself a little bit. But boat's a rough one, but but yeah. It, yeah. What what is it? My my father-in-law who lives on Long Island. Yeah. Right by the ocean refers to a boat as a hole in the water you shovel money into. Yeah, a lot of people say <laughs> say things like that about it. it. They're rough to own and and have. I've had a couple of boats, but um, but yeah, just, uh, it, we, we always joke about the roof we're getting a couple of F-250s in a boat, Yeah, you know? I mean, and Hey, if you've got the income and you're booming mm -hmm. and you can afford it, go for it. But if this is where things really show, like if somebody hasn't managed certain expenses and infrastructure properly yeah, and then invested a little bit of money properly and, and then had marketing ready, then here it comes now. I've got guys gearing up now, and by the time it gets super nasty, they'll be optimized. Yeah, I online. think that's kind of the message is do it now. Yeah. Um, it, it's just like, it's just like if you're, especially if you're a roofer up north where through fall and at least late fall and through winter, you're, you're dead basically. You, you just shut down and wait for things right. to warm up. You don't start your marketing on the first day of spring. You start your marketing, I mean, you should never stop really, but like if you were gonna start something new, you start it back in winter so it has time to get going. Right. It's the same thing here. You wanna get your position solidified before stuff It's always fail. kind of, when's the best time now? When was the best time <clears throat> to plant a tree? Like yesterday. Yeah. So if you're listening to this now and this is like a year old, you still need to do it. Yeah. It's just better to do it right this second. Yeah. I had a, uh, I had another conversation yesterday with a younger guy who was taking over for his dad. I don't know how young he was, but his dad was retiring 
he was getting the business and there was some complications with the Google business profile and the name and everything. And he said, Oh, you, you told me, do you think I should fix it? I said, well, if you don't fix it, you're going to inherit your dad's business. And I said, you called me for more business, correct? And he's like, yeah. I said, so do you want to, I said, uh, nothing. I said, your dad raised you, raised the family and deserves respect for that. But you're trying to one up and do better. You're yeah. trying to get more business. Which, which his dad wants him yeah. to do better. And your so dad wants you to, no your dad to wants you to do better. Right. Yeah. And he said, yeah. And I said, you can't do that if you don't understand marketing. I said, you're younger and called me to get in on marketing, correct? And he said, yeah. I was like, if you don't do this, you will have the same business. Now, a lot of guys, the reason it made me think about it, a lot of guys up north, they just live off of whatever referrals and word of mouth and all that that they get because it is cold up there. They should market more. But they don't like to market digitally because they don't want to pay for marketing for three or four months while the business is closed. Right. But they should. What was the analogy you told me yesterday? You actually left it out. When a storm's coming, people board up the windows. Getting rid of your marketing is like removing your windows. Yeah, getting rid of the marketing is like the opposite of storm preparation. Right. A storm's <laughs> coming, and instead of getting rice and beans and water and, um, you know, boarding up the windows, you need to get rid of a few expenses, get lean, go back into sales yourself, stuff like that potentially, shake the cobwebs off of some of those things and get your marketing dialed in. Right. <clears throat> the, the GBP was what I was going to talk about. It's not people make those assumptions that those guys are big because, you know, they're, they're up there because they're big, but they're big because they're up there. So the guys up in Pack 3 mapping on Google Business Profile are big because they're in Pack 3 mapping, not in Pack 3 mapping because they're big. Right. And anybody who misses that point is like, you're just making gross assumptions about where people are. You don't have to be the guy that goes out of business or eats beans when there's a depression or recession or an economic downturn. You can choose to be the guy that kicks ass and, and goes sales through it. And I do believe, because I've done it couple of times and I expect to do it this time. I, I'm not yeah. putting anything else on myself. We're going to fight and we're going to push through and do better during this. There's no other option or opinion to have or any other mindset that any entrepreneur should have. And if your mindset isn't dialed in on marketing, you've got the wrong mindset. This is where it's at. This is why I own a marketing company. I own, my family was in a flooring store. I was in home security. We did home services, same as the roofers. Right. I got into this because nothing mattered without the pure essence of marketing, and my brain finally just went marketing. That's what you. Yeah, you, you were already you were already doing it all for your business you were in. It was easier to just do marketing. If make the that marketing got off track, the business didn't make any money. Right. You guys got to market. That's where I. That's why I became who I am, and I. It, it, soberly aware of it. You guys, the storm coming, prepare and succeed. Right. Like and subscribe. And guys, call us when you're ready. We could be happy to answer your questions, work out any issues. We're experts at helping people even when things are a little complicated. Yep. Because we do this for a living and we have for 13 years, oh. I think, coming next year. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. Take it easy, guys. 12 o'clock. We'll see you. Bye.